Are you ready for the startup experience of a lifetime? Three determined guys building their dreams and sharing their journey. Buckle up and grab a beer because these guys will blow your mind. You're locked in to the Jerusalem Hub audio experience and it all starts in three, two, one. Hello and welcome to episode 16 of the Jerusalem Hub Audio Experience. I'm Shalom Makowitz. And Aaron Menlowitz. And we are Jerusalem Hub. Yes, we are. The, pur- <laughs> the purpose of this podcast is for us to, to broadcast our journey as well as teach you what we've learned and try to teach you stuff as well as, as, well as learn from you. For those who are listening, if you want to chime in and get involved, we're here to answer questions and learn new things about how right. to better our journey into building a company. We're here to help you out, and all we want to do is interact with you. That's why we go live, and let's get this show on the road. For sure. Um, Speak it up, man. Yeah, Louder. so today, today we're going to be talking about um, the importance of leadership. Uh, what leadership. is a leader? Um, do you want to go there? I have some things that I jotted down, but if you want to start with that. You know, I actually did not prepare this fully because I've been feeling like crap the past whole day. So I want to hear where you go on because I love when you started off and then I just like kind of like fair enough. Jump on. Okay. So as far as what I've jotted down, a leader is someone that allows other people to thrive and encourages them to be independent. In other words, Uh, someone who doesn't micromanage. Uh, someone who recognizes recognizes people's strengths and allows them to flourish, allows them to 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 grow into their opportunities as well as their role in a company. It's very interesting. That just reminded me of uh, something that we see. Like, you have, have you ever seen those pictures of um, the the boss compared to a leader? What's a boss? The guy who stands behind everyone and pushes them, and the leader is the one who's pulling. Them. Yeah, I saw that today. Actually, it's I saw that on cool. Instagram today. Happens to be. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, but I think they're both. They're both good things, yeah. I would say. Um, I think it's good to push people, but as a leader, like, join in with them on the struggles. I hear that. I mean, when I saw when I saw that like that that meme image or whatever you're supposed to call it, like, I, I there's the boss you're right who's pushing, and then there's the leader that's right. pulling. But I feel like a combination of both is like. Is, is, is both important like there's not there's no one better than the other obviously it's not the greatest thing to be a follower because if you're yeah. following you're just blindly following like you ever I don't know if your fa- your parents have ever told you at one point we, if so and so jumped off a bridge would you follow that person and jump off a drip bridge too which I promptly answer yes I would oh okay no, well. I don't do that. <laughs> um, but 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 I feel like a leader is someone who 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 yes pushes pushes people to to grow into their opportunities right but also someone who knows when to lead at the right time there's something that i actually wanted to to chime in with that is that i'm a big hockey fan um i'm from colorado so my 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 team is the colorado avalanche they just unfortunately got knocked out of the playoffs which you know that's okay but <laughs> from where they came see they they have a captain of the team who's the leader of the team and they have the coach who's the coach who's showing them who's trying to prepare them for the season prepare them for their opponents and the season before this this past season they were the worst team ever like they had the worst stats every like the worst like of, of since the national hockey league has existed they were they had the worst points they were right. so they were that bad and then no one expected anything from them lo and behold they brought they they got a young team they brought it all together and with the proper leadership coming from 
from both their captain and their coach and like also their captain and their coach stepping down and pushing those who were supposed to be the ones who kind of uh, how do I put it? The skilled players to kind the of push players. them through the situation. They did it in such a perfect way that they ended up making the playoffs. They uh-huh. end, they were the last seed to make the playoffs. They were playing the the best team in the league, the team that got the most points, everything, the whole deal. And and that team was like like I was telling this to my brother a lot, is that is that is that at the end of the day, there are experts out there who know what they're doing in any field. There's always an expert in their field, right? Uh-huh. What constitutes an expert, right? Yeah, it's like that that video that I just pushed out. From yeah, our, exactly. Uh, Niels Bohr, what's yeah. an expert? Yeah, exactly. Someone who keeps trying, keeps putting it out there. But yeah. the other thing is that is that some people are self-proclaimed experts. So I can be an expert in what's in whatever it is. He can be an expert in whatever it is, and no one's going to be the wiser to say like, "How are you the expert?" Because I can just you know throw out statistics. Mm-hmm. So the interesting thing was that. They're always whenever you whenever a hockey team is going into the playoffs, they're always talking about well this team is going to beat this team obviously because they have more experience, they're older, they're this, they, they've yeah. been in the league longer. But at the end of the day, the 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 a- Avalanche took the they took they took the series to six games. They ended up getting knocked out in the sixth game. But everyone was like, whoa, how the hell can this bottom nothing team make it to the playoffs and then give? Give the best team in the league the run for their money, and the interesting thing is that I was telling my brother I was like, and I don't know if this is I don't know if this exactly has to do with 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 leadership, but it has somewhat to do with leadership. Is the point? The point is is that the little guy always has a fight a horse in the race, yeah. and the thing is is that when this team was playing well, instead of saying instead of mentally saying to themselves, oh, I have to, I have to teach this person. I have no sorry, I have to figure out how to beat this team, right? Because the second you say, we have to figure out how to beat this team, they're the best team. The second you say that, you're already losing, even if the score is 0-0. Instead of them saying, we have to go in and just play another hockey game, which is what they've been doing their whole lives. And when they did that, they thrived. And then when they realized that they had to beat the best team, they lost. That's the interesting part. Because they're focusing on beating a team which has no actual measurable outcome as opposed to just playing the game and right. enjoying themselves which is measurable by like if you're enjoying the game or not yeah <clears throat> but being a team could be like what does that mean being the team like you don't even know how much work you have to put in to beat the team yeah so. i mean at the end of the day when it comes to something like sports where the game always starts equal and ends in in some way yeah if the game is starting equal you have just as much of a chance as winning as the other team no matter un, until they start scoring until the, the momentum swings but before then you it's all in your hands you can swing the momentum however you Unless, please like the first seed is playing like the last is that a fair game from the beginning well i mean that's essentially what happened i mean there's the best team in the league playing the very last team that was able to make it to the playoffs right. so that essentially was what what was happening and everyone was just like these guys are totally going to lose and they almost gave the team a run for their money and i was oh. like sitting there watching this and i was like like how is it that these kids and they're the youngest team in the league by the way so how is it these kids are able to beat this, this team it's like well they're younger they're more energized they're newer they have you know they have all the capabilities to beat this team they have the talent if you match them up player to player, they're the most talented. They are just as talented. The thing is, is that if you go into a situation thinking you have to beat somebody, you've already lost. 
right? Yep. And when you have the proper leadership and the proper people guiding you into the right direction and tutelage to get you into a certain point, then you will, you will, then amazing things will happen. If we can just flop this over to business, right? You go out there, yeah, competition. You go out there, you're seeing like, okay, I wanna, I wanna, like, let's let's pick something stupid. I want to do a fast food chain, like a burger fast food chain. Uh-huh. He's like, well, there's McDonald's and there's Burger King and so on and so forth. Like, how the hell am I going to do that? It's like, no. You just outwork your opponent. You make your – it's customer satisfaction. You make you, – you don't care about them. Who cares about them? They're small potatoes. It's they're like so Grant Cardone says yeah, competitions for sissies. Yeah. They're, they're, they are so spread out in their inventory and, the, and their customer satisfaction yeah. that they don't even satisfy their customers. And the customers that they're getting are customers that are just hungry who don't even care about customer satisfaction. So you can bring a whole new thing to the industry and be like, that's it. What do I care? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like it, there's the newest innovation is always just around the corner. And the crazy thing is that everyone's trying to come up with something new. But it's not new. It's just... How, what can you? What is lacking in the world that you can either a do better innovation, or b you know, or innovate better? Right. That's right. it. That's really it. It doesn't. It's really most ideas that people think of are have already been done to an extent, but there's always a way that you could tweak it and make it more custom to whatever it is that they're trying to get. True. Um, it's interesting because I posed a question on a certain Facebook group called Millennial Entrepreneur Community. Okay. Um, so, well, um, it actually got a ton, ton of uh, hits on it. The question was, um, I want to show 100 people that they can start their business with little to no money. Comment your ideas below. So this post, I'll just tell you, like, has 59 comments already, and I posted it an hour ago. It's pretty crazy. So somebody asked, um, I want to start a service to send out greeting cards for people. And someone's like, oh, like there's so many cards. We start a service to send out greeting cards? Greeting cards to people. Okay. And we could probably list about 10 to 15 of those. Not uh, only that, I can also say, not to be a Debbie Downer, but I can also say that greeting cards is becoming a very obsolete thing. Well, like invitations, invitations I, and greeting cards are now digital. Yeah, I get online greeting cards a lot. So from that, they say, like, oh, I don't want to compete with people. It's going to be hard to do. So I'm like, so I said to them, try something different. Don't compete. Look for a unique play. What could that be? If you're creative, like, make make your own, like, unique artsy paper and have that be yourself. Yeah. Just, like, be creative. Or not only that, here's an idea. Find local artists from where you're from and have them be the artwork of your right. thing. Like that's that's always an idea. You know what I mean? So how do we bring that back into uh, leadership? Into leadership. Besides, for your brother's interesting question. He has an interesting <laughs> question. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we'll get to that soon. Um, how do you bring that into leadership? I would say like this: uh, being a leader isn't necessarily leading a team. You could do something alone. But you can lead a new, you can create a new industry and be a leader in that and say like, hey, like the greeting cards things. We just came up with an idea for the greeting cards. You can say, I'm going to make greeting cards, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to engage local artists to give me their artwork so they can display it so they are able to sell their artwork. That's leading an industry. And then you can make a double play on the money there. Exactly. The artist will give you a cut 
Exactly. For their art being Not sold. only that, but that person gets exposed, and you're helping yeah. that person get exposed. We just came up with a business. Screw this. Let's shut everything down. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do that? <laughs> it's not a bad idea, honestly. Oh my gosh, I just got an idea. Exposing we, local artists. We is, need to have a podcast just talking about creating business ideas. Why should we have a podcast? I don't want to share that with anybody. Because <laughs> these are ideas that most people are probably not going to do anyway. That's true. That is true. We actually have discussed that in the past. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, like that, that I think would be a leader in industry. Just, just finding a new way to engage a customer base, to engage right. people. I mean, but we're also talking about leadership in terms of the company and the inside, insides of the company. Like, um, how do you deal with, how do you deal with new pe- employees? How do you deal with um, um, things changing in the market and you have to let people down or you're trying to bring, the company is in a lull and you want to bring it up. So how would we, what does leadership mean in those terms? Ooh, interesting. I mean, industry always changes. Yeah. Like that's, that's a fact. There's no doubt about it. I mean, if you, if you like, you ever watch the show Mad Men? No, I haven't. Okay, Mad Men is about an ad agency. At the time where ads were the thing. Like they uh-huh. were, and this is when cigarette smoking was not considered uh, harm, harmful like for health and like whatever was on an ad whether it was bs or not people believed it now we've come to a point where it's like okay that's like, BS, <laughs> right that's BS. yeah um then i would say if you fast forward a few years after that what do you have you have you have like what happened like you ever see the movie the big short with the banking crisis i think so right the housing crisis rather like like before the housing crisis that. happened Right, people were like, banking is the way to be. When it was like, oh, you, your your son works for the bank, oh wow, he's he's gonna make it big. But then once the once the housing crisis crashed, the banking industry is dead. Right, you know what I'm saying? There's always like whatever is the height of the industry is always going to fail, and there's always gonna be something new. Right. So, um, as far as like, I mean, one thing that I can tell you with the way that like. Gary Vaynerchuk actually says it all the time. He's like, we are we should be lucky that we live in such an opportunity, in opportunistic. An opportunistic time. And the fact that so, there are so many different industries that now combine into one thing. Right. Like, what are we doing right now? We're recording a podcast, talking about things, ideas that we have, broadcasting that to other people, engaging other people, while coming up with content for marketing, while coming up with brainstorming ideas, while firing ourselves up so we can keep moving with our efforts. Like, there's so much that we're doing right now specifically that the people couldn't have done that in the past. Like, when there was, like, when there was radio, it was just radio. Then there was TV, right. and radio <clears throat> became obsolete. And then there was internet radio. It was, like, the whole, you know, this. we live in a time where everything can be done from this, <laughs> right. from your phone. Like, we don't need all this gear and equipment to create our podcast. We could just... Put up a phone, which we do live right now is off of an iPhone. Yeah. Um, but, like, literally, you could do almost anything. And um, I mean, if you if you could even say if there are people out there who are inspired by what we do, and if you are, please let us know. Shout out to us. Ask us any questions. But if there are people out there who are inspired about what we're doing, this is also a form of leadership. We're trying to show yeah. people that this two average Joes can just... Above average... Well, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm trying to relate <laughs> to the average Joes. You know what I mean? No, I'm just like we're unrelatable. <laughs> <laughs> two two guys that that dropped out of college that are, that are business oriented, business minded, are just telling you out there that anybody can do this. Anybody. And the second you keep going, like the interesting thing is that he was mentioning that you could we could all do this from a phone, and we don't have to do it with all this equipment. But the crazy thing is, I was actually listening to a 
you ever heard the Joe Rogan podcast? Yeah. So I was listening to Joe Rogan podcast. It's something I heard really that I thought was, it blew my mind. He was talking to this guy who was like a sports scientist. His job, which I think is a really cool sports job. Sports data? Well, more, more like his job is like if you were a high class athlete and you were looking yeah. to take it to the next level. Um, he would come, he'd analyze your diet, he'd analyze the way that you train, he'd analyze psychologically how you train, psychologically how you do everything. Like, yeah. the whole, the whole shebang dang right? And he said that, like, you know how nowadays they have, like, crazy equipment that people use? Like, you know, basketball players, they wear sleeves. Right. Sometimes <clears throat> people are running on a treadmill, they have those masks. And he was saying, he's like, most of those things, like, the mask, this blew my mind. Like the mask is supposed to help you. It's supposed to train you to, to to breathe from your diaphragm as opposed to from your uh, your whatever the your hell inside. Yeah, your, your insides. Face. Your inside <laughs> face. Um, and he said he said, but the, the truth of the matter is that the mask doesn't do anything. It's what the mask does. Is it psychologically tells your body and your mind that you are more prepared and better trained. Right. So what this equipment does is that it psychologically tells us that, like, holy crap, we're that much more legitimate. And then it gets us to do things even more and to move forward and, right. and move further and Add push more professionalism further. into the... And that's just as important. Like, the interesting thing is a lot of people go out there and say, like, like oh, I wear Under Armour all the time. If you've been listening to the podcast, I have an Under Armour hat, I have an Under Armour shirt, Under Armour, everything, right? And we're not being supported by Under Armour. And we are not being supported by Under Armour. But... The interesting thing about that is that everyone was going to be like, what, are you sponsored by them or something? Yes. It's like, no. Yes. There's a psychological aspect to it that kind of tells us, like, no, dude, this, this, I want to be a certain way, and this kind of helps me get into that mental mindset. Right. And do that. So, so that's, that's, that's another way that, that people can, can kind of, you know, understand how leadership is involved in this way. I mean, I don't, if you, you have anything else to add there, I mean... Do we have anyone who wants to? Oh, you yeah, have an interesting. Let's question. ask my brother's question. Yeah, answer his question. More relevant is, uh, I sorry, I don't know how to pronounce her name, but innovation is invention, ex commercialization, right? What do you think about uh, that? Innovation is invention, invest, invention, invention times, commercialization? times commercialization. What do you think about that? Interesting. <laughs> yeah, actually, that yeah, makes sense. That does make sense. That we actually discussed that. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, good one. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Like, like we, I think we you just, quantified it in a in different way. Yeah, just you have the invention, but it also doesn't have to be the invention. It could be the actual product that's out there, and you tweak it a bit, which is technically an invention on the product, and then you commercialize it. <laughs> I just read my brother's question. That's why I laughed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he doesn't bench at all. I told him it's bad for him. It stunts his growth. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> um. That's actually a really, yeah, that's basically what we're talking about. So, yeah, 100%. That's a good question. Innovation is invention times commercialization. Which Thank is you, Mr. Singe, for that question. Which is now, which is now, which is now the, I think what we, we, what we meant by the fact that we live in an opportunistic time. Yeah. In the sense that you can do every, you know, it's, but that's also what makes things more difficult, is that because invention innovation is invention times commercialization because of that there's now there's an exponential amount of work to do yeah whereas if you're an artist all you gotta do is do your thing you know what invention means basically what does it mean i just thought about invention is you're taking an idea and you're creating it yeah so meaning there's the amount of ideas that go through our heads every day are infinite 
meaning that the sky's the limit with this. Yeah. Basically, you can do almost anything you want. What are you laughing at? <laughs> no, it's just my brother's stupid question. <laughs> Ask it. Uh, hey, no, I don't want to. It's stupid. Okay, <laughs> fine. Hey, Jerusalem Hub, how much do you bench? That's not what we're talking about. A lot. Find your pacifier and put it back on. <laughs> we bench you. <laughs> You've been benched. Um, but yeah, I mean, is there any, I mean, do you, did you, now that I've kind of opened up the book on leadership there, because you told me to start, is there anything that you wanted to add now that we kind of dove into that? We kind of like shifted paces a bit. We from, have. Uh, we have. Is, okay. Um, no, I think that's good so far. No, I like that what he said, the invention times commercialization is innovation. Um, we could probably expand on that a lot. What do you got next? Well, I got this, unless you, if you have something or not. Current affairs. Actually, it's interesting. Um, something did interesting happen. Um, there's another acquisition. Like a relevant acquisition? Yeah. Um, if you ever heard of, there's a social media which is based on images called Flickr. Okay. Have you ever heard of that? Yes, I have heard of it. Anybody ever hear of Flickr? I don't know what that so, one does. You just post images on there, and it's like social media. Oh, I think I have it on my phone, You probably do. Yeah. I think it was owned by Yahoo, and this company called um, Mug something created it. I think that's what it's called. Hold on a second. I have that exact name. Yeah, Smug Mug is one of those um, online sites where you can upload your images and videos, and people buy them off of you. Um, basically, it's a marketplace for images. So they just bought Flickr, and they're integrating Flickr into their system. What does that mean? Like meaning, like you could, if you really wanted to, you could open up an account with SmugMug, take pictures with your phone, and upload it there, and start making money. So they have a whole marketplace, and people, and there's a whole revenue stream that's going on there. And I guess Flickr what hasn't been doing too well, um, owned by Yahoo, by the way, and. Smug Mug just bought them out. Um, I don't know what that means in general, but it's, but it probably it's very means interesting. Something. I mean, Flickr is like, uh, seeing as how, I mean, it's like, not that much, it's not used that much. I don't know. Like, I've seen, um, what's his name? I've seen Gary mention Flickr a lot. Like, if really? you're doing images, Flickr is a good place to be because just there's a lot of people on it. Okay. I mean, I if if this acquisition was like relevant in the sense that it's going to innovate the way that people use Flickr or the people that use it might because their, their it, it seems like they're monetizing they're going to start monetizing Flickr Flickr oh. is free so again what SmugMug does they you upload a picture anything and people buy it oh really use, people pay for your pictures oh so you, it's going to be like a freelance yeah, site it is a freelance site already and they're somehow integrating with Flickr so like if you already have a Flickr account you can I'm, I'm assuming I haven't actually looked up what they're doing exactly on the front page of their site they say that they already are integrating Flickr so I guess that means if you have a Flickr <coughs> account and you create a SmugMug um, subscription you can now buy and sell images from your Flickr account that's what could be happening which is innovation yeah it's another aspect of innovation where you're taking a product that has been hasn't been doing well and you give it another flip to it. You give it another dimension, and it kind of grows it out. I hear that. Right. 
Okay. I mean, well, hopefully we'll hear new stuff about that because if that's the yeah. case, I mean, you want to make money out there and just take pictures. That's boom. a good way to make money. There's a, there's other sites that do that where you could just sign up for free actually and start making money. Um, all the all the ways of making money online are they just endless. That's see, that's the thing. That's another thing. I'm trying to tap into that. I'm trying to figure out like good ways to like bring in as much money as I can from as many different places and right. there and the internet is infinite and you just have to go out there and it takes due diligence it takes you know a little bit of elbow grease but the second you realize how much is there for the taking yeah it's like a windfall and you could be living the life that you want to live and that's that is 100 like that's the truth and and I'm in the process of figuring that out you know he's he's very good at it you know he's mentoring me on that on that sense on that front but Doing what i can and if you have any questions like about on making money online you want to um just get in touch with us we're happy to help um there's a multitude of ideas and the methods of making money online are endless um just have an open mind to it yeah for sure. That's and all. and like I say all the time, I say this just to so many people, no matter how old you are, no matter what, it doesn't make a difference. You can change your life like that. Yeah. Like no joke. For good, for better, for worse. Yeah. You can like it's 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 anything is possible. There's no such thing as too late. There's no such thing as like my time, you know, just take watch some YouTube videos, figure out like how to do certain things, spend the time to do the homework, figure it out, and yeah. I guarantee you, you will start, you know, monetizing in some way. Um, we're gonna move on to the uncut from the heart part of our, of this section of our podcast, and basically, I have like, I was collaborating with my uh, with our editor in chief, Yahuha. Yahuha. I wrote Yahuha, so I'm gonna say Yahuha. I'm not gonna call him by his real name. Editor in chief. Um, and he wrote something that was kind of interesting. Uh, not kind of. It was very interesting. I don't want to downplay it. It was very interesting. And I'm gonna read it, and I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna see what you think, or if someone out there wants to elaborate, or whatever it is. Here it is. Feel free to just throw in a comment. We're watching. We're watching you for sure. My dream for Jerusalem Hub. All the great things in history started as nothing more than a fever dream. The stronger the dream, the better the, the better chance we have to live to live it. Our dream is to bring another startup city to the startup nation. This city is brimming with unharnessed potential of thousands of dreams. We at Jerusalem Hub see this as a good as a good problem to have. Ever get the feeling that this city could explode at any moment? We do too. What? I know. I was going to say, like, no pun intended. <laughs> what does that mean? One second. We're not done. Hey, yo, Schwartz. This, <clears throat> this city is packed with a diverse culture, high-powered ideas, and religious passion. At Jerusalem Hub, we take pride in, the di in this diverse mosh pit of cuisine, art, and music. We take pride in the ideas brewing for the future. We take pride in the religious intensity because all of these things can, we take part in the religious intensity because all of these things contribute to the uniqueness and the, and the potential of this city. At Jerusalem Hub, we want to bring these terrific, unique aspects to their full potential and make this city all it can be. But what we want, but we, but what we want to be more with this blog as a catalyst for our, this is a blog that he wrote, happens to be, as a catalyst for our growing vision. Jerusalem belongs to all of us. And in that sense, so does Jerusalem Hub. Here's a chance for you to get involved. 
in, in future posts, we seek your input. What's your dream for Jerusalem Hub? What's That's your what dream wrote. for Jerusalem Hub? That's what he wrote. <clears throat> I'm done. I'm done reading it. What's, what's my dream for Jerusalem Hub? I think the original dream I had was that we would be the center for everyone. Startups, for entrepreneurs. Hooking just be that connection. We want to help connect people, whether it be for money or for not. And get involved in a deeper sense, like when startups have problems, they... When startups have issues and they have technological things that they want to get growing, they want to build their product, we want to be able to help them. They have legal issues, we'll hook them up with um, legal advice because we are actually working on something with um, a few legal partners. So if you're a startup and you need legal help, we got that. Um, We're connecting with... Um, VCs and angel investors from all over the world. We have some in Bangkok. We have someone in Paris, Bangkok. which I have to actually reconnect with. Um, who was the other place in China? We had and slowly connecting with VCs in in Israel and in America. Like we're just trying to expand our reach to everywhere. And in the end, that whole spread is all coming back down into Jerusalem. I also think that, that, that when I hear you talking about all that and saying what our what what your dream is, I also think that it kinda comes it kinda comes together with the whole leadership part. Right. You know what I mean? Everyone has a dream out there. Everybody has something that they want to do, but they don't have the strength to do it or they don't or they do, they doubt themselves or whatever it is, what have you. You know, we're here to provide that that spark that kinda gets you to realize like it's not you know, you're, you're 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 that close. Yes, it's going to be a lot of work, but it, the work is worth it. Yeah. The end goal is, and and the end goal is, is that you you've achieved something that you never thought you would have achieved. And let's say you come up with an idea, and that idea doesn't happen to work out, and for some odd reason you realize, you know what, this isn't for me. I'm going to pivot. Guess what? It doesn't mean you're starting from square one. You know why? Because everything that you learned from what you did before. The experience that you gained from what you did before, you it's going to help. Worked yeah. and you don't do what didn't work. And it's going to propel you towards the next project. You're going to yeah. keep building it up. And the things that may have t- taken you a long time to learn before will take a mere matter of days for you to do. And then you'll have new right. stuff to learn. And the interesting thing is, is don't get discouraged by the new stuff. Don't just get discouraged by things getting tough because that's part of it. And it's it's the grind. It's the most important part. It's the interesting part. Ironically, you know, I, I would say that if you if you would ask any like successful billionaire out there, what parts do they like the most? What do they miss? Right now, they're just they're just chilling and buying like monopoly sized like buildings. But for them, I think what they miss was was the the little ones, like the the red ones that yeah, do step on them with bare feet, yeah, like jump around and scream. Yeah, those ones. But like what they what they I will guarantee you that the part that they missed was building it, was putting in the work, the time, the effort, being exhausted and like hoping and dreaming that something one day would, would come into fruition. Cuz that's the fun part. That's that what, is the fun part. It's also something that Gary says it's all about the um it's about the process. 100%, brah. 100%, brah. But yeah, I mean, like, anything is possible. Like, if you want to if you wanna lose weight, you want to exercise, you want to change your diet, you want to change the whole decor of your 
house, whatever it is. You want to learn how to do pottery. You want to learn how to do... You want to be a painter. You want to be a gardener. I can go on and on. I mean, I can. the list goes on. You're just, you just got to start somewhere. You just got to, you know, open up... A, the, the, the internet is infinite. You can learn anything from the yeah. internet. Just YouTube open, has everything. Yeah, YouTube, anything you want. Just use YouTube and figure it out. It ain't that hard. It's interesting. When you search about how to do stuff do you search on google or do you search on youtube youtube mostly google kind of confuses me i'm not gonna lie yeah I do the same thing because I, I find like the more practical uh ways of learning stuff just come straight from youtube because you see people doing it in real time you have all these senses working for you listening watching yes sir and the guy actually doing i'm just doing an instagram story don't mind me he's doing instagram story which um we could actually piggyback on that why is he doing an Instagram story because that that's part of the grind that's part of the process of what we're trying to do is build up our dream and it's one step at a time and it comes with being everywhere like and the Instagram. Instagram stories aside from it being marketing it's also just like what I mentioned about the microphones you know yeah. what I mean it's you're if you're broadcasting what you believe in it will eventually happen which you know which, even though it's such a great way to segue into this next point. Segue. I'm going to, but I'm, okay, fine. Which is perfect for me to segue into the point about the books that we've read. I just finished Think and Grow Rich. It's a heavy-duty book. It has a lot of very valuable stuff oh, in man, it. Oh, man, I didn't finish it. Well, I have to go through it again. But That's what, what I, I mean by but that. what I did <laughs> do is I used YouTube to watch a, like, 15 to 20-minute like synopsis of what the book was about so I can be refreshed. And I will tell you that the book is exactly what the title says, Think and Grow Rich. It's about switching that mindset, saying... Creating the mindset. Creating the mindset and, and basically talking about what you want to do, your goals and aspirations, and just living in that, those moments. Acting, acting as if you already have it. You know what I mean? That, that's what the book is about. I, I, I guarantee you, I say this all the time, I guarantee you, I will be reading this book again, as well yeah. as a lot of the other books that I've read, because it is, it's endless information. Because the interesting thing is that when you try something new and you're learning informational books about them, right? You at, let's say you're at level one, right? And then you get to level two, you get to level three, you get to level four, you get to level five, and then you go back to the book that you read before, the interpretation of that book has completely changed, changed because right. your mindset has changed, because of what you've learned in the past has changed, your experiences have changed, and no matter if you're reading the same words on the pages, it doesn't make a difference because you're in, the way you understand it has totally changed, and it boosts you to the next level. So I'll tell you, like when you told me that you um, went to YouTube and looked for the synopsis on that book, um, I didn't really, I really get it at what you meant by that, like listening to a synopsis, but it just, um, I just had a thought about that. Um, why it's it might be a good idea and why it might not be a good idea to do that. Oh god! Why it's a good close. idea is because yeah, it condenses it. It gives you another I, another um, thought process of how that person interpreted it. On the other hand, it's how that person interpreted it, not how you internalized that book. Oh yeah, which is good to have both. It's in, in fact we should be sitting down and talking about that book through and through because the way you understood it. I might gain something that I didn't understand from the way I thought about it. So 100%. in a way, that's a good thing. But on the other hand, how what did you get out of it? How did you understand that book? Me personally? Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying you don't have to start talking about it now because <laughs> we could probably extend this podcast for another 15 hours if we were to do that. 
Um, well, to be honest, that's my point. You, well, to be honest with you, I was taking your advice to heart, and you said, you said, listen to the book, and but don't do, do but don't do anything. And the, the the unfortunate reality is, is that We're most of the time doing I'm shit. doing stuff. Yeah. So when I'm listening to the book, I'm doing it while I'm in bed. You know what I mean? So there's yeah. a lot of stuff that I got, and there's a lot of stuff that I missed. So then if I, if I, I don't want to say that I finished the book and then be like, okay, well, I don't know what the hell the book was about. But I do know what the book was about, and I just wanted to hear a quick synopsis before I go back into the book. Because right. when I go back into the book, it's when you go on like a little bit of a slower pace. Yeah. And you're kind of like reading into all the Moving different Moving between stuff. chapters. Exactly. Going back and listening right. again. So that's kind of what I want to do. Also, I will rebut what you were saying. I like that. In the sense that... That yes, someone else's perspectives might throw you off, what have you, but if you have a what's it called a mastermind group, right? That's what I was yeah. saying. Before, if you have a like, mastermind group, then it's not that bad at all because if you're listening to someone who has who's a like-minded individual that wants the same things and trying to achieve the same things, then either way, even if he has a different perspective or the same perspective, it makes no difference because it gets you to a perspective. Right. What I'm saying is that a little bit differently not not that their perspective is wrong it's just that they interpret it in a different way meaning that that shouldn't be your interpretation but it's meaning that you missed something that they got or they understood in a different way which you could apply to yourself without outruling your own perspective of that book um right. masterminds are for sure a good idea and right we should be having a mastermind. explain explain what that is a mastermind people don't is, know what that is when you form a group of like-minded individuals where you just Oopsies. you meet once or twice a week. What? No, I shook the table. Yeah. So I'm just don't. telling him it was me who did that. The, you, the jolly um, green giant here. You put together a group of like-minded individuals who who want have the same goals as you do, and you sit and you talk about. You pick a topic like. Or, like, one of the examples in the book says, sit with your mastermind and discuss chapter by chapter. Think and grow rich, because there's so much to talk about there. I, you I could don't sit like and talk about um, how you could change the world together. How you can make or make money ideas. I don't like the idea of... I mean, I hear what you're saying, and I'm just, like, nitpicking at all the things that you're saying, so okay. I apologize in advance. But I don't Offended. like the idea of... Um, <laughs> of of going through chapter by chapter. I think what's most important is just having an open discussion and just seeing what other yeah. people, how other people think. As opposed to, because like... The, the suggestion was was that listen to one chapter um, a week together and talk like about it. club kind of? Yeah, but you should have read that chapter before the meeting. I and then that. you listen to it together and then you all give your own perspective on That sounds that like a much further down the road kind of a thing. Why isn't that something that we could put together like ASAP? Maybe, yeah, definitely. Like, I mean, if you, if anyone out there is interested in in building a mastermind group with us, please let us know. I'm super. And down. if you're not even, oh, so they'll make an excuse. Also, we're not we Jerusalem, will kick you we're out not in Israel. Cool. Um, okay, we'll figure out how to get you in there. There's so many ways <laughs> of doing conference calls with people. Um, so yeah, yeah, but I think that'd be really cool. I, 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 for the longest time, I've wanted to be, I've wanted to expose myself to people who are. Yeah highly motivated and are trying to achieve things because the second that you're because you you are what your peer is wait how do you put it how do you could define someone by their closest five friends that's well yes that as well but also who you are is who you surround yourself by 
And if you're surrounding yourself you by opposite. people, what do you mean? Meaning that you are defined by who you're around. Well, that's what I meant to say. Meaning, if I can ask anybody um, who are the closest friends, and I look up, look them up, and I see they're doing this and that or whatever, I could tell you immediately what you're like. Right. That's that's what I meant to say. Yeah, I meant to say that. That was my. <laughs> Um, I just said it backwards. So if you're like hanging out with like um, Greg Cardone and Gary Vee and um, um, name someone. Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins. Like if those three are in your inner groups, then I could pretty much say that you're probably um, a boss. Boss ass bitch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're a boss ass bitch. Yeah. Um, and so if you're not, then I, I don't know what you did wrong. So I, just, I just don't understand. Just to move on, um, move the, on, the book that I started reading, I actually started it when I went on um, a bike ride with my bro. He reads while he bikes. That's boss. Um, <laughs> uh, it's called The 12 Rules to Life by Jordan Peterson. Interesting. Let me just double check if that's the actual title. <laughs> 12 Rules to Life. We have to add that on to the... Uh, the leashed the list 12 rules for life here 12. also since we're uh, talking about books i added the link jerusalemhub.com forward slash books so you could see the list of books we're reading also you could get two free audiobooks from audible so check it out 12 rules for life in antidotes to chaos basically jordan peterson is a controversial person we're not going to talk about the controversy behind him but aside from that because he's a political activist so aside from that part yeah. he ha he's a very intelligent individual he has a lot of lectures on YouTube he's a very smart guy if you haven't heard of him and he wrote a book about from all of his from all of what he's learned from from the Bible from relig religiosity perspectives from life itself from history he's he's can, he's compiled 12 rules for life and it's pretty interesting. Pretty that reminds elaborate. me of something that I once read a long time ago. It was in my grandparents' book. Everything I needed to learn, I learned in kindergarten. Is that what the book was about? Yeah. Everything I needed to learn in life, I learned from kindergarten. What was the example? What's like, can you mean an example? I, I can't because I just thought of it right now. But you can probably lame. look it up. That's huh? super lame, bro. Lame. Um, are you, what do you I haven't start, I haven't started a new book because I've been just listening and internalizing and understanding deeper and deeper the um, the concepts to apply and realizing that, oh, I, I looked at myself and I'm like, oh my God, I'm eating my own crap because I haven't been doing the stuff enough or I haven't been implementing it at all. And that's why I'm not seeing the results that I should be seeing at this point. Okay, well that that happens. Sometimes yeah. you have to go back to the drawing board. It's happened to me a couple so, times. So I'm I'm just reading that book over and over. Actually, which list Think and Grow Rich? Think and Grow Rich. Um, I've been listening to it, and then I'm like, you know what? I have to get the book in print so I can actually see because he has lists there of things that you should go through, um, make personal in inventory. He has a list of how um, how to use auto suggestion, which um, is the process of repeating things to yourself until you actually believe in it. Um, which could apply to negative and positive, and obviously he means it toward positive. Um, there's a lot of things that I just needed to see in print, so I I just dived in and I and I got the book. Someone brought it in for me, and um, very very useful. I'm just gonna go through that right now until like I can't I get sick of it. Um, but next up for me will probably be. Um, books that are more um like 
educational beast in terms of things that like statistics I did I'm probably gonna do some go more into maybe finance or maybe um, marketing more advanced marketing type books because that's what I'm trying to head on and maybe I'm gonna look for some more leadership type books also more like more like um, because we've been doing a lot of these um, first of all I don't think Think and Grow Rich is a motivational book it's definitely not it's more of a textbook yeah it's basically the textbook to an entrepreneur and a successful mind yeah like it says rich but I think that the Think and Grow Rich is just a sell point for the book but the secret behind the actual book is that it's not all about the money no it's not money is an example of something that you could get using those tactics I think I think rich has multiple meanings to it I think it's think and grow rich with knowledge think and grow rich with like I think what it is I think think and grow rich works hand in hand with how to how to how to win friends and influence people you Mm, know what I mean maybe I was thinking of it more as a means of achieving anything that you could possibly want to achieve in your life or being anybody that you want to possibly be in your life. Yeah. Like you want to be a good husband. You want to be a good boyfriend. You want to find your spouse. You want to um, um, be amazing. Cure cancer. You want to be amazing at sports. You want to be the best in every aspect of your life that you can be. You want to be a good friend. You want to do anything. When he says accumulate riches, riches could be riches in all those examples that I just brought down. So it's not just about the money, which is extremely important, which people get like, oh, they see the book like, oh, and one of those books that tell you how to get rich is a scam. No, it's not what it's about. And anyway, you should get rich. What do you think? Mr. Texter. Yeah, I know. I'm We're so rude know, because we like text and we look at our phones during the podcast, but like, really? Well, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, no, that's the books, really. Uh, if there's anything, do you want to. If Okay. Check out. What's the link again? JerusalemHub.com forward slash books. It is in the actual. Um, I commented that in there, so you could go there and check it out. Um, again, that's full of. It's our whole list of books, and we're adding more to it as much as we can. And you get two free book, audiobooks from Audible. That's how we listen to most of our books, because we're mostly on our bikes or not. Hell Amazing. yeah, or working. Um, or we're working. Also, if you have any recommendations for us, books that we you think we should read, uh, send or, them in, or let us know about the books that we've recommended to you. We'd love to hear about that and love to hear about what your you input, thought. because that has to do with what we spoke about as far as a mastermind group and like seeing other people's perspectives and how they interpret right. other things. We're gonna move on to habits of an entrepreneur slash productive person um just going on the leadership stuff a little bit i suggest that you people should take time to like meditate in the sense that they should hone in their strengths find the strengths that they can that they know they for sure have hone those strengths and then if you're out there trying to come up with a business idea or whatever it is use your strengths to kind of to kind of find ways to find what's lacking in the business world you know, as well as, you know, whatever it is, as well yeah. as what's lacking in your own life. Usually people find the best business ideas when they, when they, uh, usually people find the best business ideas when they're, when, <laughs> I'm totally losing my train of thought. <laughs> they usually people find the best business ideas when they're making their life better. When they're in the process of or, making their or life Or under better. pressure. Yeah, or under pressure. 
Um, but when you're meditating, you're not really under pressure. Well, I mean meditate in the sense that like think about who you are, think about what you're good at, and then start with something. Start there, and then from there, you kind of like say, okay, I can do this. Okay, I'm gonna now. I want to be more healthy, so I'm gonna start eating better, and I'm gonna start exercising. More. Yeah. Okay, now I'm doing that. I'm consistent about that. I'm gonna start waking up earlier in the morning. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna wake up early in the morning, and I'm gonna work out in the morning, right? Uh. Get it out of the way. I'm gonna eat. You know, I'm gonna watch what I eat. I'm going to read more books. I'm going to learn a new skill every month. Whatever it is, then you slowly but surely, you're you're creating this one man band, of of that that can do. That's a jack of all trades. That can do anything. Do everything. And then once you've done that, you're like, the, What's then, that, how's that line go? Jack of all trades, but expert at none. Oh, master of none. Master of none. Jack of all trade, master of none. Shut up. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um like 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 can't bench. just start somewhere figure it out you know if you if you are a messy person start being more organized just start little by little write down lists we gave you that advice write down lists um figure out you know just it's it's possible that's it i'm done i'm done talking i can go on and on but like do you have anything that you want to add or habits of an entrepreneur um so i'll tell you something that's going on with me um Suddenly, randomly, out of nowhere, yesterday I got hit by this annoying cold. You could probably hear it. It's really frustrating because um, I feel like crap and I want to get stuff done. Um, but these were one of the. This is one of the points. Like I was actually con- considering not doing the podcast today because I felt so crappy. Um, but um, my point is like, what's the habit of an entrepreneur that you make things happen? whether you feel good or not because the truth of the matter is that the economy doesn't really care how you feel or how you or what emotional turmoil you might be going through the market is going to move on without you and um i don't want to be stuck behind and honestly like i'm not going to look back in 10 years and say oh man um i felt like crap but i still did the podcast why don't i just take a nap and not do it I'm not going to think that. I'm going to think, oh, why didn't you do it? Why didn't you um, take advantage? Because you're breaking through something. And um, so my that habit that I'm trying to, to try to push here is the habit of just persisting through the tough times. I think I gave that as a, as a tip, as a habit a few weeks ago where I yeah. said... Um, what was it that I said? I said, reach beyond your limits. Yeah. Like right now, I'm, test your limits. That's what it was. Right now, like, I pers- I honestly don't think that this is a limit for me because I have pushed through and worked and done stuff even while I'm sick. Like, I've done crazy workouts while I'm sick like a dog. Um, but it's the, the, what's it called? The inclination to, to just like, st- take a break and sit down and sit it out while I'm in that in that little rut is really powerful you know what I mean yeah like when you're not feeling well and you're dealing with crap and your head kills and you can't breathe and you're stuffed up it it's just so much easier to say like you know what let's uh let's do it tomorrow you know what's interesting about that actually is that I I personally believe that when you hit those points where you're just like I just can't i can't do it yeah. i can't that is not only where you grow the most that's where you should be doing it 
that's when you should be doing it. Like it's like at the end of a workout when you like you can't do it, but you just got to push it through. Right. That's, that's when you the, grow 40, the most. The 40% rule. My brother is actually telling me this. I can't believe my brother was telling me this because okay. I'm like way more. He's, okay. he's out there. <laughs> I'm like way more athletic and so much more superior. Except he's hotter than you. So. Okay, calm down. In so much, in every <laughs> way, I'm more superior than him. But we were biking and I was dead. My stomach was on fire. I was like not feeling well. I felt like I was going to throw up. And I stopped. And you know, my brother told me, he's like, it's like, dude, what was that thing you said? A couple weeks ago, you said 40% rule. You said, this is where the work really starts. And I was like, you son of a bitch. I was like, you're now you've just obligated yourself. I was like, you're 100% right. I mean, and, and that's the truth. When when you're sick, when you're not able, when you're ill, when, when you're, you know, there's some sort of ailment or you're just, you don't have the strength to do it, that is when you can truly see how strong you are. And that's where you yeah. learn the most. That's where you do the most. Yeah, you end up being more productive in that situation than Those the other are the time. biggest learning environments. When yeah. you are not able to do something, that is when things hit you. That's when you got to do it. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 there's no that, that's yeah, there's no better way to put it. No better way. In fact, oh, you should be happy when you hit that point because then you are actually hitting the <clears throat> point of growth. Like from here I could say like there's growth going to happen at this point. Something's going to change that will be benefit to us at this point. Which actually kind of very fittingly segues into our next section which i have renamed okay for those of you who are looking out for the law of attraction section i have renamed it to positive consequences of maintaining the right mindset that's a very long i know i'll probably change it that made my head hurt and my head is already hurting yeah (laughs) i apologize um so there's a couple things that i wanted to add here for those of you who are not familiar or are looking for more tips and more or whatever it is what have you what have you if you want to obtain a certain skill <clears throat> it must be on your mind and it must you must be obsessed with it and you will Passion. find right and you will find yourself looking for it with you will find yourself looking for it but without even putting in and it won't even feel like you're putting in the work aka obsession is very healthy when it's about the right things of course um <clears throat> like i'm obsessed about my kid that's not he's good. so cute should i show you pictures no i don't care no no i'm kidding you can show me <laughs> pictures um you another thing is that we also kind of touched up on earlier is believe that you have it already right and if it helps write it down every day yeah right um where cardone says to write down your goals as if you have them already every single day and I think a grow rich says write it down once but repeat it to yourself day and night right um another thing is believe that you yo, have yo Ezra Elzaz <laughs> remember that guy Mahon Lev days yeah another thing is what's up Switzerland yeah okay go Holland on. no he I think he's living in Switzerland oh. are you living in Switzerland right now I think I whatever um <laughs> another thing is believe <laughs> that you have the skill believe that you have the capability to hone the skill and believe that you have the work ethic to acquire it yeah only one uh, of those things is true and it's the only one that matters your work ethic yeah that is the most important thing um <clears throat> talent is practice iteration and learning what's wrong what's wrong about you do what's, people actually have talent or is talent like is talent a real thing? Um, no, talent is acquired. I think. I think people are born with certain talents. 
Yeah. But they don't grow into those talents until much later on in their lives. I forgot what the book is called. Talent isn't real or something. I'm going to have to look it up. My brother has it. Talent <laughs> is practice, though. It's learning what's, you know, learning what's wrong about you, utilizing your skills so that you can't, and you can't go wrong with practice. So what are the things that we learned about maintaining a positive uh, mindset? In order to obtain a skill, you have to be obsessed with it. You have to you have to obsess obsess so much as if you already have it as if uh-huh. it's yours and it will come and it will come with ease and it'll come with abundance in abundance as well. It'll also come in in you. It'll even though it seems like as you're going through the, the tough times, it seems like it's taking forever. But you'll look back and you'll be like, "Wow, that was yep. nothing." And that is that is our trick this this week about. Maintaining a positive mindset, maintaining the right mindset, and implementing the law of attraction. Moving things forward. Moving things forward. <clears throat> um, if anyone out there has, do we have any questions that people that haven't been addressed? No. I don't think so. Ooh, we should check Twitter. Twitter? Twitter. Do we have so many questions on Twitter? I don't. I doubt it. No. We shall find out, Sid. We toys can see everything. Oh, I think we might. I think we might. No. <laughs> I got excited for a second. No. No, but we should be getting in touch with Asaf Luxembourg, because that guy has been pounding us. Oh, maybe we missed last week's question. Oh, wait, when was 4.17? That was last week, right? Yep. Because uh, Yehuda Makowitz, I don't know who that is, but he asked, did you go shopping yet? If not, could you get milk? <laughs> did he actually say that? He he, he tweeted, Jerusalem Hub. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Okay, I will. I will get milk. Did you get the milk, by the way? I, I think I did get the milk actually. So jokes on you. <laughs> <clears throat> um, we okay. have a uh, we have a challenge for those out there who are listening and those Ooh. who will listen later. Um, What's the it's challenge? Not, it's not a crazy challenge. Um, but we we want you to reach out to us. You know, tell us, give us your own, give us some feedback. Tell us what you liked. You know. Tell us what, what you want us to talk about. Ask us questions. Give us topics to talk about. We will talk right. about them. We want to engage with you. We want to engage the audience because we want to learn more and we want to teach you more. Really, it's you guys that are keeping this podcast going and keeping... Thank you. Because like your feedback, your watching just helps us grow and just keeps us the fire to keep on yeah. pushing out content, which we won't stop even if there's only one person watching for the next six Can't months. Can't stop, won't stop. Okay. Um, Can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> Um, uh, okay, in any sense, please hit the like button and please subscribe to us on YouTube. Like, share, and subscribe. Like, share, and subscribe. It really helps us out. It lets us get our, our views across. It allows us to reach other people and learn more perspectives. And, and learn we do a lot have 112 more. subscribers right now. Boom, baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's growing. And yeah, please do that. It helps us out a lot. And we would love to hear from you and you know con- comment on all of our videos. We will get back to you and everything like that. And with that being said, this concludes episode 16 of the Jerusalem Hub Audio, Audio Experience. experience. Thank, you thank you for, you for joining, joining us. Okay, how many and with that, we end. Yeah, with that, we end. With you. <laughs>